Hello and welcome to Supply Chains, the Secret Sauce. I'm your host, Wade Wickes, CEO of Link Supply Chains at linksupplychains.com. This show is dedicated to supply chain and the secret sauce that supply chain provides for businesses. Going to have some humor, real life issues, some solutions, great connections, and a few life lessons. So tune in. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Glad you stopped by. Today's show, we're going to talk about the total cost to serve or your total supply chain cost. That's right. We're going to dig into all the different things that make up your total supply chain cost so you can identify where you're going and where you've been from a cost and metric perspective. So stick around. Hi, welcome to the show. Today it's just me. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout out to everybody and let you know that uh, in September I kicked off Link's Supply Chains, uh, a new product information management system in the cloud for all things that are manufactured as well as consulting companies. So that's why it took a little bit to get out some of these podcasts. That was a big task. And for those of you that don't know, if you're manufacturer things and you're B2B going to businesses with your product, the difficulty is how to get that information in everybody's ERP system. So that's why we invented a cloud-based product information management company that will do just that. You put it into our system and we'll take care of all your distribution channels, making sure that they get all your product information. So that's what that's all about. But today... I'm happy to talk to you about what's going on in supply chain and the secret sauce and making your total cost to serve model. It's a big thing when we think about total cost to serve. And I wanted to break it down a little bit today so that everybody had an idea of of what that means. And I'm sure There are a lot of wonderfully smart people out there that already have a cost to serve model and be great to hear about yours and how you're using it. This is just one that I've run across in my career that has worked uh, for me. But of course, there's a lot of things to think about as you think about total cost to serve. So on today's show, we're going to be diving into that. So let's get started. First, your distribution channels. So understanding that in this model that I'm talking about today, uh, we're talking about people that are buying product and distributing them through their distribution channels. So you can think about it if you're making product um, and how that product is made, or you can also think about it um, once it's made and how it gets distributed. That's really kind of the end that, that I'm in today is once that product is made, how do you distribute it to your distribution channels and what's that total cost to do so. And when we think about that, we're thinking about picking that product up at a shipping point where that product is staged by the manufacturer. So that picking up process involves either a third party carrier or a carrier company that you own. In any case, there's a cost to picking that up. Um, If the manufacturer has delivered costing, to your distribution center, then they are paying for the distribution 
they have included that into their price as a delivered program. However, um, you are also paying for that. So when you do um, pay for that product, it is built into the price. Um, They may tell you differently, but it really is. It's a cost that they have to pass on and it's built into your price. So in any regard, uh, the first part of the equation is from the manufacturer to your distribution center. And so we call that all inbound costs. And the actual formula, I'm just going to share with you on a high level and then we'll dive into each area. So we've got all inbound costs plus all costs to procure that product in the whole buying process. And then all stationary costs whenever that product is sitting in your supply chain. And then all outbound costs. And on a high level in the distribution network, that is your total cost in your supply chain or your total cost to serve that product to its final destination. Now that can and may include that last mile or it may include just getting it to the final DC. It's up to you and your business model, um, but it can be all inclusive to everything. So I'm just going to repeat that one more time. It's all inbound costs plus all costs to procure the product, plus all stationary costs, plus all outbound costs equals your total supply chain costs or your cost to serve. So let's dive into that. We talked a little bit about the uh, inbound costs. So that's really getting the product into your facility. That can also include any lumper fees. That can include um, any costs of putting it away. Uh, in warehousing, or if you're using a third-party warehouse, pretty much anything that relates to getting that product inbound into your warehouse. Next, we'll dive into all costs to procure. So you can include headcount and all this stuff. I would, I would imagine you'd want to. So in the inbound costs, you would include any uh, headcount that would relate to handling and putting the product away into a warehouse. Um, And then moving on to all costs to procure, that would be including the headcount of people that are actually buying the product, um, the cost to buy the product, the inventory of days of sales on hand that you have on hand, you know, that all has a carrying cost that is usually included in the all costs to procure. If there are any other um, costs in your business segment um, to procure any other fees or, um, you know, if you're importing fees and all that kind of stuff, anything that you would have as a cost to procure would fall into that bucket. Um, and again, I'm just going high level today. Um, I just want to give everybody an overview of this process in hopes that it would help everyone to make sure that they're creating the right, um, metric to measure their total supply chain costs. So after procurement costs, we move into stationary costs and that's really the the warehouse um, cost to refrigerate or electrical costs or equipment costs in your warehouse, maintenance, racking, um, any slotting changes or optimization that may occur. Pretty much just keeping everything functioning so that that product can sit somewhere. Hopefully it doesn't sit very long and it's, it's on the move, but along the supply chain, it may sit in a warehouse for a day or two. And so um, really it's, it's a, you know, the cash basis cost of how, how that impacts having that inventory sitting for a day. 
Um, and also the warehouse uh, team members that are, are managing that product, counting it, taking inventory, WMS systems, all the sort of thing. So that's really the high bucket for stationary costs. The next big one is the outbound cost. So that's really what it costs to pick that product, uh, place it in a box or carton and uh, ship it out on a truck. Hopefully um, load fill on that truck is pretty full. So you're maximizing your transportation costs and either you're using a third party carrier or you've got your own fleet that is um, delivering that on its last mile or its last route to either a DC or to a customer. So the the all outbound costs would include all of those headcounts, all the systems, all the um, information surrounding a cost basis that would occur on the outbound cost. So when you add all those things up, you get your total supply chain cost. And usually that's done on a cost per unit or per case. And it's really fun to, to take a metric and to say, okay, here is my total cost to serve in the supply chain by adding up all these costs per case. It may be $5 a case. It may be $3 a case, whatever that is, or it could be as high as 10 or $15 a case. Um, but it's, it's great to know by SKU and by brand as well as by warehouse location, because you may have some efficiency in some warehouses and some inefficiency in other warehouses. But those inefficiencies can be caused by particular brands that are stocked there, or could be caused by um, you know team members and processes not being where they, they need to be. So it's a nice benchmark too, to if you have regional supply chain where you have multiple warehouses, multiple DCs, maybe carrying like items, you can really kind of benchmark um, where people are. So I hope that was really helpful. I know this is kind of a shorter podcast today, but I wanted to just, you know, really get into this total cost to serve um, to really see if that's helpful for everybody out there um, and if it's going to help you and your business uh, achieve better understanding of your costs, that is great. Like I said, there's probably a lot of uh, different ways of measuring this. This is just a high level. For those of you that are interested in in going deeper into this or just a review of this, uh, we are going to have a webinar in uh, November. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. Um, Check out our blog will be coming out soon on www.linksupplychains.com. And there'll be more information posted there for our webinars. Um, It'll be pretty interesting. So we'll be talking a lot about this cost equation, getting more into it. And uh, the secret sauce for today, I just wanted to share about your inbound and outbound balance and why balance is so important in the supply chain, right? If you're your inbound is is coming in faster than your outbound. Obviously, you've got a lot of costs that are going to occur, and uh, you're going to have issues. Likewise, if your your inbound is slower than your outbound, um, you're going to be running out of product and not being able to service customers. So um, that's very costly as well. And that all kind of goes into your cost uh, to serve as well, and how you manage that balance um, through either SNOP system or Uh, some connectivity within your supply chain to understand your sales goals and what's happening in sales to match uh, inventory needs. So that is the secret sauce for today. I'd be interested to hear how you all manage your outbound and inbound. Um, Please do so by emailing info 
at linksupplychains.com. Love to hear from you. All right. Well, have a great day. Um, thank you very much for listening. I've got some wonderful lineups of uh, people coming in uh, early November, end of October that I'm recording currently. I think you're going to be really excited about it because I know I am. Um, it's great to see this community uh, really supporting this. And again, the whole idea of this podcast is to give back, to help people through others who have made those experiences, maybe had some failures and, uh, and a lot of wins and uh, being able to, um, help new leaders in roles in the supply chain, um, just get to where they need to be a lot faster. So that's why we're here. And I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a great day and thank you for, uh, looking at our podcast, listening to our podcast and supporting our podcast. It means a lot. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, everybody, that's our show for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. As always, check us out at www.linksupplychains.com. Provide any comments. I always want to know how to improve the podcast. And please subscribe. And be sure to share this podcast with those you think that might find usefulness with it. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.